0: Good morning, Nachum Gedev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayeshev. Parshas Vayeshev is one of those very challenging parshios. doesn't get easier from year to year. How could the brothers sell Yosef? We'll come back to that in a few minutes. Can't guarantee we're going to answer it, but we'll talk about Pashas I just want to review some of the basic laws of Chanukah because, after all, please God, this coming Tuesday night we begin the eight days of Chanukah. Now it's interesting that the Rambam's uh, monumental work, his Mishneh Torah, which is really a very clear, concise presentation of Jewish law is not a history book. Yet the Rambam begins the laws of Hanukkah by quoting the Gemara in Shabbos 21b, which gives us the basic story of telling us what happened, that when the Greeks entered the sanctuary of the temple, they defiled all the oil in the sanctuary. And when the Chashmonoyim proved victorious they discovered but one undisturbed jug of oil with the seal of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. But there was only enough oil to burn for one day. A miracle occurred, and they kindled with it for eight days. And the following year, they established these eight days and made them a festival for halil, for praise, and Hodaa. Al Hanisim, Thanksgiving. Now the question is, why is this placed at the beginning of the laws of Hanukkah? And the answer we have to know is that the essence of Hanukkah is not only to light the menorah, as we shall speak, but to publicize the miracle. So we need to know ourselves what is the story and what we're publicizing, what we're telling the world. And this is a very important ingredient of Chanukah, the concept of pursume nisa, publicizing the miracle. And before we get into any of the laws, I just want to remind everyone what is Chanukah. Chanukah represents the clash between Hellenism. And Judaism as to whether or not there is a concept called Kedusha, holiness, in this world. Namely, the Hellenist Greek philosophy of the day was, no, there is no such thing as holiness. Therefore, when we do a bris right before the moel takes the knife he says, Bris kodesh. we believe we are literally adding sanctity to the human body. Comes along the Greeks and forbade circumcision, give they said, you are mutilating the beautiful body. They were not disturbed that we had a temple. They were disturbed that they could not go as far as a Jew could go because, as we're taught in the Mishnah, in Midos, there was a partition in the Beis HaMikdosh because as Shlomo HaMelech said, Ki veisi veistfiloi korei l'chol amim, My home is a home which is open for prayer to all peoples. However, they could not go as far as a Jew could go. And this bothered them. And what did they do? They made 13 pirat They made 13 breaches in the partition. They didn't destroy the temple as the Romans did, but they let the Jewish people know how dissatisfied they were with this quote-unquote partition, which puts them in a position inferior, so they thought, to the Jew, and this was because they could not acknowledge or accept the concept of Kedusha, and that's why when we light the candles, as we light them each night, we recite Hanero Halolu Kodeshem. These candles are holy, because after all, they lit candles every night. They had no electricity. If you could use these lights, there'd be no difference between the lights on the night of Hanukkah and the night, the lights all year long. And therefore, Haneros Halolu Kodeshem, the, these lights are holy and we don't have the right to get any benefit from them. Moreover, the rabbis tell us that the lighting of our menorah is akin to the lighting of the menorah in the Beis hamigdash and just as from the menorah in the Beis hamigdash one was not permitted to gain any personal uh, pleasure, so too from the Ne'er Hanukkah. Who's obligated in the Ne'er Hanukkah? Men, women, and children who have reached an age of chinuch, of education. Women are obligated because, as the Talmud teaches us, afhein hoyu ba'oso hanes. They too were in the uh, miracle in the sense that the charge against the Jewish people that they would not be involved in their Torah, did not were not to keep Shabbos, were not to circumcise, were not to follow the Jewish calendar. This applied to women as well. Moreover, Tosvos teaches, as we know, it was Yehudis, the daughter of Yochanan Cohen Gadol who actually helped spurn the military victory by decapitating the general, for they had that incredibly horrific law that a bride on a wedding night was first to go to the local governor, and she decapitated him, thereby telling her dad and the rest of the Chashmonoim, time to act. On the first night of Hanukkah, we recite three blessings before we light the candle. The first one is Lahadlik Neir, a bracha of mitzvah. The second one, Sha'asanisim, thanking God for the miracles. And the miracles are in two. Number one, as we say, the alhanisim, the incredible miracle of our winning the war with there being in the great majority and we being the there being the many, we're being the few. And finally, the bracha of Shehechianu, <coughs> facing the menorah. On the first night, the the candle is on, or the oil, on your extreme right. Each night, you put them in from right to left, and you light them from left to right. There is to be enough fuel to burn for a half an hour. The ideal time to light the menorah is at the end of Shkia at the beginning of Tseis HaKoch which is between New York time, between 5 and 5.10 this time of the year. We'll speak about, please God, the Friday night of Hanukkah next week. Be aware that the earliest that you could light near Hanukkah, if one was really in a pinch, is Plaga Mincha, which is approximately, uh, this time of the year, 3.30, an hour and a quarter before sunset. But if you were to light that early, there would have to be enough candle or fuel to burn that half an hour after the proper time, which is at the end of sunset, beginning of Tseis, when the stars come out, from at least 5 till 5.30. Till when can one light? (coughs) Because there is this element of Persumenisa, of publicizing the miracle, and since people are out of doors and um, people are traveling, as long as people can see the menorah, one can light as long as people are up in one's household, one could light. Ideally, somebody else should be there when the menorah is lit. We include in the Shemona Esrei al If one neglected to say al one does not have to repeat the Esray Esrei we have it in the Birkas Hamazon and except for Shabbos which we'll talk about next week one does not have to repeat the Birkas Hamazon for Al Hanisim and finally we delete during the uh, eight days of Hanukkah we delete Tachanun we don't say Tzikascha we don't say lam Natsayach, and we do say the complete Hallel each and every day of Hanukkah. I'd like to <coughs> share with you one very important idea that emerges from Parshas Vayeshev, and that is the moving along of the destiny of the Jewish people. Yaakov sends Yosef to see how his brothers are doing in Shechem. He can't find them. He has every right to go back to his father because they're not in Shechem. I went where you told me, they weren't there. But the Torah tells us in chapter 37, 15, Zo ish. And, literally, a man discovered him. Who, what, when, where, what's this man doing in the middle of the field, out of nowheres? And Yosef is, literally, from Blundin. He's looking around in the field. So the man says to him, tell me, what are you looking for? Yosef says, my brothers. And, perhaps, do you know, asks Yosef, where they are? Just so happens, says the man, They've traveled from here because I heard and I should know, I can tell you that they're going to Dosan. Sure enough, Yosef goes to Dosan and the rest is history. They sell him, he goes down to Mitzrayim. Stop, who is this man? So Rashi says, This is the angel Gavriel. What is happening? In chapter 15 of the book of Baratheus, God said to Abraham. Your doa da, you should know with absolute surety that your progeny, your children are going to be strangers in a land which is not theirs. Va'avodum, and they're going to be enslaved. The and they're going to be persecuted. Arba for a total of 400 years. This is is God's plan the man, the angel Gabriel, the God planted there to be at the right place at the right time, is what literally is moving history slash destiny along, and that is so important, and that is Chanukah. What does that mean? It means that unfortunately, when the Greeks overran the Beis Amigdash, when there was a horrific threat against the very survival of the Jewish people because of, as we spoke about, is there sanctity in this world or not? And once again, God gave the Jewish people what I call a divine wink, not only by enabling us to win the war for which Moshe in parashas, when he blesses the Jewish people right before he takes leave of them, right before he dies, and when he blesses the tribe of Levi, he has a specific blessing, which you'll look in the Rashi, whereby Moshe sees in the prophetic future, that there is going to be, unfortunately, the war against the um, Greeks. And he says, What does that mean? It means that God should help him in battle, he saw that the Chashmonoyim are going to fight against the Greeks and they're going to be so outnumbered, twelve of the Chashmonoyim are going to defeat Kamor Rivavos, many tens of thousands, and even if you say that these twelve are generals, over the small band that they had. This was an incredible military victory that Moshe specifically prays for. This is God proving to the world that he has not forsaken the Jewish people. The Talmud tells us that the menorah in the base Amigdash had seven branches, and. Every evening the Kohen Gadol the Kohen excuse me would light the menorah and the same amount of oil was put in each cup the middle cup the middle branch not only did it make it through the night like all the others but it continued to burn and burn and burn throughout the day every single day this was Eidos. This was testimony, says the Talmud, that God is amidst the Jewish people. This was a divine wink which God gave the Jewish people at Hanukkah again by having the miracle with the oil, by saying to them, I am still with you, the Jewish people. I think I would be remiss if I did not thank Mr. Trump for the very special Hanukkah present he gave the Jewish people by formally recognizing Yerushalayim as the capital of the state of Israel. Dover Melech already told us in Tillin 48 that Yerushalayim is Kiryas Melech Rav. Yerushalayim is the great king's city. And we're not just talking about the city Of the Malchus base David, the city of the royalty of the house of David, but we're talking now about the house of God. The base Hamigdash was two of them in the city of Yerushalayim. The third Beis Hamikdash, will be in Yerushalayim. And so when we hear Yerushalayim, this is Chanukah. We hear Kodesh. You should know that when we will bring the Korban Pesach, so the Korban Pesach was not eaten in the Beis Hamikdash. The Korban Pesach was eaten in Yerushalayim because Yerushalayim is an extension of the Mikdash. Yerushalayim is an extension of Holiness and to Jews throughout the world, certainly those that pray every day, that we should and we ask God to be restored to Yerushalayim. <speaking in Hebrew> May you to Jerusalem, your city. May you return in compassion every single day. But listen carefully, choose throughout the world who unfortunately do not pray every day. Now I hope they're going to ask, what's the difference, Tel Aviv or Jerusalem? And there is one very major answer, and that is that Tel Aviv like all the other cities in Israel, has a certain amount of sanctity. But Jerusalem has much more sanctity, this being the location that God himself chose. This is where the, quote, destiny of the Jewish people, Abraham, did the Akeda, the binding of Isaac, at Jerusalem, at Haram where the first two temples were. And this is where, please God, literally, the angel moved along the early part of our history, and we believe we are living in very special times that the entire world will come to recognize the Kedusha, the sanctity, of Yerushalayim, thank you, Mr. Trump, for this very special Hanukkah present, and Shabbat Shalom and a Freilachah to all.